whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. You're still listening to us. You're back for more. Here we are on another night in your basement. In my basement. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do, where we're going to record. This is shaping up to be better than the last time we recorded in my basement. Yes. But when we lost our prime real estate of my janky garage closet. I, for some reason, hadn't connected and put it together that once... Your addition is completed, and Tim has an office. We that we can could go back. still go back in there again. Yes. I was just thinking your house was done Doomed. for the. No, the but the addition the is I turning know. out to take longer. Doesn't that always the case? Yeah. Yeah. We should not be surprised. No, I'm not. That's okay. Yes. But. So it'll be done. I'm when just it's excited done. that when it's done, we get to go back. Yes, and I'm also excited that. When it's done, we'll have an extra bathroom between our three houses. <laughs> yeah, that will be joyous. There's there's bathroom lines, people. Yep. Pretty soon we're going to need to get just a bucket with a toilet seat. Our, I, I guess we do have our little camping toilet we could bust out. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't happen often at my house because I only have five kids. Well, four that use the bathroom. But... I do hear knocks on my door every once in a while and little kids doing a potty dance. I need to use your bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It's true. It doesn't, I would say it, it's not like even a daily occurrence no. here. It's just the, when it happens, it's like, well. Sorry. There's a bunch of us needing to use the bathroom and there's only two toilets in a house. Oh, well. So. What are we going to talk about? This is the very first time, let me just say, that... Danny busted out with, I'm so excited to talk to you about what I'm going to talk to you about tonight. And I have no idea what it is. Normally, I'm the topic thinker of her, and you're the going in blind. This isn't really like going to be a surprise topic once we start talking about oh, it. Okay. I just um, wouldn't talk to you about it until this because yes. I felt like it was what we want to talk about. So, yeah. What I'm going to talk about is dun, 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 my decision making in where I'm at in my cycle. and Oh, good. Steve's going to love this. I know. <laughs> but hey, we said from the beginning this was going to be like a birth podcast. And then how much have we even talked about that? Almost yeah, nothing. True. No, this is exciting. So by exciting, I mean utterly nails on a chalkboard infuriating to me. But yeah, let's talk about this. Well, I was doing a lot of the deeper thinking through of why, like my reasonings and what I'm, and okay, so. Catch everyone up because no one knows what you're talking about. I know. Okay. I am on, I don't even know, cycle day like 56 or something around there-ish. Okay. For those of you who don't know, normal cycle is 28 days. Yes. Also... I'm still breastfeeding my 17-month-old, so that definitely 
plays with your hormones and I didn't even get my cycle back until he was 10 or 11 months old Mm -hmm. and then since then my cycles have been all over the place as far as mostly just extra long Mm -hmm. like I'm not ovulating very often because of the breastfeeding hormones Mm -hmm. so the big thing that Abby's hating and that I am pondering is I've thought for a while probably kind of started to think it would be fun even before I got pregnant with Deke but not in the like I'll actually try to do this sort of way but I have kind of had this weird I don't know if fascination is the right word but this this weird desire to try to see if I could go through go into a pregnancy somewhat aware that I think I'm pregnant but not take any pregnancy tests (laughs) and so today I was trying to think through why why what is my reasoning why Mm -hmm. why would someone do this Right. And I think that the the draw for me, just so you know, this hasn't been like an easy decision. I feel like I'm going back and forth on it like daily. Okay. But the draw for me is I think as I as I think through birth and I think through all of our modern technologies and ways we gather information and resources there's always this part of me that thinks so many of these things are doing good Mm -hmm. but a lot of them are also doing a lot of harm and it's our job to try to wade through the risks and benefits of all of them Mm -hmm. and when you think back to what has God given us outside of the realm of, of technology and medical advances and everything to be able to decipher and know what's going on with your body and your baby? Mm-hmm. To be clear... That doesn't mean that I think that technology and medical advances and modern information gathering tools are bad or wrong or we shouldn't use them. That's not why I... There's just some something... And that's what I'm trying to figure out. If So, today I looked up the history of the home pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. And the discovery of... HCG, I think, wasn't even discovered as a way to gauge, like, that that was a a hormone produced by pregnancy until, like, 1930. Oh, okay. So, it's been less than 100 years Mm -hmm. since that has even been known as a way to know that you're pregnant. And at the time that that happened, it wasn't, like, accessible to people. Mm -hmm. That was, like, they were just barely discovering it. Mm -hmm. So there is definitely this part of me that 
just wants to just like the other aspects in pregnancy that I think we need to be evaluating and conscientiously making the decision to utilize them and weighing out why we would or wouldn't do them. Mm -hmm. I think I just am drawn to this idea of doing that from the very beginning, like the very, very beginning. And so this is like that first thing that you can use or not use to give you information Mm -hmm. and so today I was writing out the lists of pros and cons because as far as a test goes as far as there being any sort of harm obviously physically there's zero risk there's no like side effects or there's no risks Mm -hmm. I am curious one of the things I'm curious about that I've told you is the side effects of knowing that you're pregnant before you would have known you were pregnant without this. Mm -hmm. Because for years and years and years and years and years, women could have had the inclination that they might be pregnant. They might know they missed their period. They might know something is off. But... I think what is interesting to me is trying to decipher through, like, the power of the mind, both directions. Mm -hmm. Because on one hand, I wonder if, if you know you're pregnant, does that increase, like, how worn out you're feeling, how, like, your cravings for certain things, like, Mm -hmm. just that idea that these things are linked with, like, and giving yourself more of an excuse, like, when, if you didn't know you were pregnant, you would really just, like, push through, go on through your day without even hardly recognizing that that these things are going on and are Mm -hmm. there. Part of the reason that that intrigues me is because of the fact that with two of my pregnancies, especially my last one, that I didn't know I was pregnant until past that four-week mark when you can very first mm-hmm. test and find out. And I would say that I was having symptoms, things that I could, mm-hmm. like, that didn't seem quite normal or right. But I didn't immediately associate it with pregnancy because I didn't really think it was possible with Deke. But how much would... I I do feel like as soon as I found out, it felt like it increased. And it was like, well, is that just because I was at that point in my pregnancy Mm -hmm. that it would have gotten worse either way and I would have felt exactly the same? So those are just things I'm... Wondering, on the other hand, there is an aspect of it that I've thought one of the one of the things I've really struggled with. So I think there's multiple factors that are playing into my current situation. Okay. So just so everyone is clear. I think I had signs of ovulation 13 days ago, which would mean that with a normal cycle, you would get your period 14 days after ovulation. So... Tomorrow. Tomorrow. 
with the past cycles that I've been having since, like, since getting your cycle back, yeah, postpartum, the last four or so, whatever I've had since I've gotten them back, that period between my ovulation and getting my period has been shorter than usual. That's called the luteal phase. And mine has been usually 10 days. Yeah. One time it might have been up to 12 days, but it could have only been 10 days that time too. Mm -hmm. And I think one day, one time it was maybe only nine days. And that's also common with hormonal like breastfeeding mm-hmm. hormones and stuff. So all of that to say that the fact that I'm even at 13 days after when I think I ovulated mm-hmm. and haven't gotten a period is different than my past mm-hmm. cycles. So your cycle is either just getting more regular, your luteal phase is either just getting more regular. Right. Or you're not going to get a period because you conceived. Or... I never actually ovulated in the first place. That just feels a lot the least likely option, but it is still an option, yes. The only reason I feel like it's definitely still an option is because the cycle before that was 70 days long, Mm -hmm. I had multiple times within that cycle that I thought that I ovulated and then nothing would happen. Okay. And I would take pregnancy tests... And know that it was negative, but then I would also be getting other signs of ovulation again mm-hmm. by then. You know, it would be like a week or yeah. 10 days later. And so at this point, I haven't gotten any more signs of ovulation. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like with where I'm at right now, I would lean towards that I got pregnant mm-hmm. and that I'm pregnant right now. I don't trust my intuition on these things at all, though. Mm-hmm. That's part of... I think that's another aspect and layer of this that if I am wanting to go off of... I think when you are in the natural birth community, mm-hmm. a lot of talk is that you should be just trusting your body, your, body, your intuition, your baby, trust your intuition. Yes. You don't need all these outside, this outside information yeah. and that all of these ways of gathering outside information has caused us to disconnect from knowing our bodies well mm-hmm. and, and knowing what's going on. But and as to, Christians... To some level, I think that there's yes. truth to that. Right. But as Christians, we know that sin has entered the world and that our bodies are broken and the process in which God created our bodies and the hormones and all of these things to work together for a baby to grow and develop normally and to be birthed normally. There can be broken aspects to it. It doesn't mean that... I do think a lot of believers take it too far that way and act like it's a completely broken thing. And it's a medical emergency just being pregnant. Yes, that it's like almost like a disease because it's broken and cursed. Right. And I don't... We should try to avoid it, avoid it, even though we can, we we can see very clear aspects of how God created very specific things like, like hormones to be working together to create different things that make for a healthy, healthy, healthy outcomes. Not to say that things don't happen because of sin that's entered into the world to cause other things to occur. Um, And that that very well happens, but I feel like we've been 
talking lately about this, like, kind of struggling through these two worlds of, like, just trust your intuition and trust your body and your baby and it's never gonna do wrong and then the other side which is like never trust your body and never trust the process and you need to just like manage it as closely as possible so nothing bad happens we need to read we need to look at all of our machines and we just need to listen to the doctors who studied this for more years than we ever did and they know the best and you just need to not worry about it and go get all of your answers from somebody else and, and I feel like one is very, like, the the medicalized side, the extreme side of it, is very can be very, like, fear-based and very, like, I don't want to have responsibility for my birth or, like, I want someone else, smarter, wiser, more knowledgeable, to take on the weight of the responsibility and make these decisions because... Well, not to mention, obviously, it's sometimes difficult to wade through... I don't know how to put this other than like science as a religion Mm -hmm. where obviously we can gather facts that are truth that are given by God, but at the same time, not always knowing how many things are, all of the people who are developing different theories and methods and techniques within medicine Mm -hmm have a worldview that they're playing out of. And obviously there's a lot of Christians who are in the medical Mm -hmm. world and who are scientists and who are obviously seeking to view things through God's design and the way Mm -hmm. God created it. But there's also a lot of atheists and secular humanists and Mm -hmm. people who are going to distort facts and put them within their worldview and their framework as they're determining them. And sometimes that can be very hard to dig through and know the underlying ramifications of some of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other side of the spectrum of natural, just trust your body, it can do no no wrong to you, I feel like very much idolizes women and feminism and also... It takes a lot of new age concepts and oh absolutely there's so much spiritualism yes and we are goddesses and yes um just all of those concepts that and there's these spirits who are calling to be brought to the earth through me and yes like i've been feeling this feminine aura around me for three years just waiting for the time to come into existence in me like yes and so obviously there's so much we cannot just i mean we can't just accept either of these extremes when we're looking at our own pregnancies and births and and we have to evaluate so many of these things as tools that Mm -hmm. can be used in good and negative ways and mm-hmm. that really end up being like very circumstance based mm-hmm. and that gets difficult because part of the part of the problem in the medical world that's completely different than anything we've talked about up until this point um, in like tonight is that there because of the way that the system works mm-hmm. they're pretty much required to 
have standard protocol that they have to put everyone through. It's very difficult to treat people individually and really holistically. Right. Based on the model, because it just isn't. It's not convenient. It's not. It doesn't work not, when there's the, the volume of exactly people that come through and right. So they can make little tweaks here and there. If you have a strong preference about something, you might get a provider who's willing to not have you do this or let you do this or whatever the case may be. But overall, just because of not only time and convenience, but also the reality of their overhead in their medical Mm -hmm. malpractice and needing to be able to defend all the decisions that they're making in like a court in order if something were to go wrong they have to be able to show Mm -hmm. and prove that because the responsibility is being placed on them to make the decisions so um i can understand the the place that like that is where where doctors and hospitals are mm-hmm. coming from. We definitely don't view doctors and hospitals as like evil who are just out there to like manipulate and like control all aspects of everything because they're like egotistical or like that's definitely not I think there are some doctors like that <laughs> but that's not the like overall view we would have. of Not at all. I think they're very much fulfilling a role that is our culture has gotten to a place where it's what the majority of people want Mm -hmm. it's um but i mean we live in a culture where we definitely want to give give away responsibility that we don't have to like bear yes there's a lot of people that would rather trust the expert and that they Mm -hmm. don't they don't it's, it's interesting because it's not even that we necessarily trust ourselves to make decisions. It's when you are looking to God mm-hmm. to make decisions and then utilizing the tools around you. Right. That's different than just thinking that you need to know it all or that someone else needs to know it all. Yeah. So where does this leave me with a pregnancy test? Again, just to clarify, you don't think pregnancy tests are evil I don't think there's anything wrong with them at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah. To be clear, I have like 47 of them upstairs in my bathroom that I purchased. And to also be clear, I don't align with with Danny in in this idea of. I don't know that I would ever even want to do this again. Yeah. I don't even know that I want to do this now. It's more of, it's come down to this point of. That's where I'm trying to figure out, like, what is the draw to mm-hmm. me? Like, and so my my conflicting things at this point are, there's a couple of different scenarios at this point. So either, like we just said, I either am pregnant and I won't get my period. And if I don't take a test, then... I'm left with thinking that I probably am pregnant Mm -hmm. and going about life as though I am. Right. Or convincing myself that I'm probably not pregnant. Mm -hmm. 
I think I want to think I can just be in this sort of neutral place of like, well, maybe I am and maybe I'm not. Yeah. But staying in that spot, especially when it comes down to practical decisions, Mm -hmm. like I'm feeling really tired right now. Do I take a nap? Because if I know I'm pregnant, I'm probably going to take the nap and Mm -hmm. not feel guilty about it. But if I think I'm not pregnant, I'm probably going to, like, push through and Mm -hmm. eat an apple and keep doing school with my kids that I need to get done. Mm -hmm. Right. And the problem with... So, I, I even think through, okay, so if I end up not being pregnant and not getting my period and I just never ovulated, what is... If... Wait, okay. I have to go back. If I am pregnant, but I act like I'm not pregnant, mm-hmm. and I continue working out, I don't rest enough, I'm not eating enough, that could, like, have actual ramifications. Not, like, extreme ones, but right. it's not setting my pregnancy off to a great start. Even with this, I've been thinking about... I'm frustrated with where my body is at as far as, like, I I wish I could have lost more of my pregnancy weight before getting pregnant. So there's this desire that if I'm not pregnant, I would want to be really watching what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Not, like, starving myself, but definitely not eating, like, the what calories. What you need to if you were pregnant. Right. Right. And then not even maybe, like, my absolutely normal amount. Like, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Like, not, like, I'm not going to cut back to, like, a 1,000 calories a day or anything like right. that. But the difference between, like, 1,800 calories, if I'm, like, really trying to be more strict versus, like... Mm, 2,200 calories normally versus, like, 2,600 calories if I'm pregnant, Mm -hmm. I would probably be leaning towards the, like, less... Right. When, if I am pregnant, I should be leaning towards the more. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but then if I'm... think that I'm... could be pregnant and I'm not, and I'm leaning more towards the 2,600 calories Mm -hmm. all this time while I'm not pregnant, thinking that I could be... Yeah. I could end up, like, gaining another five pounds, eating all this extra food that I'm, like, forcing myself to eat extra because I might be pregnant. And then... Yeah. And so, even with that, I keep thinking that, like, ideally, I would just be in the middle at the 2200 calories and it really probably wouldn't make that big of a difference until I would figure out that I really, truly am pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not going to be that detrimental. But I think the problem is that I would... Because of wanting to guard myself from, like, not getting too excited, Mm -hmm. I think I would err on the side of just convincing myself I'm not pregnant, and then I'd want to be at the, like, Mm -hmm. low-calorie mark again, which then feels like, well, that's not healthy and not good if I really am pregnant. Right. So that's, like, my current... I know that's just, like, one aspect of it, but... Right. Whether it's with the food, with the resting, with, like, whatever Mm -hmm. thing, what exercises you choose to do or not do, like, and trying to figure out at what point would I really know. I feel like by, like, eight weeks, I would... Like, I could feel the top of my uterus by then with Deke, and... The one thing that 
I do feel like is that based on the things that have happened cycle-wise, I feel really confident that I would know my due date if I was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So that part of it was something I was nervous about when I was like, oh... I feel like for some reason this feels like it would be easier if I was just having these like 28 day cycles like mm-hmm. every single month and then all of a sudden didn't get my period. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be more, I'd feel more confident in just being like, oh, like I'm probably pregnant. Right. I'd feel more like 90% sure if right. I was just coming from this regular cycle. Yes. But when I'm coming from like... 59-day cycle, 71-day cycle, and then all the hormones and everything, it feels... And I've had, like, very similar symptoms of things happen in other cycles. It Mm -hmm. feels less like... I feel like maybe I feel like if I don't get my period in the next day or two that I'd feel, like, 65% sure, but it doesn't quite feel enough to, like, be full and committed to, like... So I'm going to take naps if I'm tired and I'm going to eat like I'm pregnant. Talk about the emotional aspect of this. I think about that a lot only because I feel like these couple of cycles I've had, like the couple of days leading up to like when I can take a pregnancy test, I feel like I'm like, we'll be like leaning towards like, oh, I might be pregnant. I think I could be pregnant. And then when I find out I'm not pregnant, it's, like, sad. But if you're, like, convincing yourself that you're probably pregnant for, like, weeks on end, and then you discover you're not, like... And I just gained five pounds and extra bloated. And And now you feel like you, like, have this miscarriage that you never even had at all. Right. That's part of... And I've even thought through, like... I feel like by that point, it would mentally basically be a miscarriage even if I had never actually conceived and because that's part and that's these are the things that I'm wondering how was it for women before pregnancy tests Mm -hmm. because for a lot of years women walked through these mysteries Mm -hmm. all the time I think the difference is that we can know and we can know so easily Right. Like, I can walk upstairs and I have 50 tests in my bathroom and I could know, like, versus women who had to walk through this and the mystery of this and the uncertainty where it's like, well, it's how it is for everybody. Like, nobody can know. And it's just Mm -hmm. one of the mysteries of life. And so I think that it makes it a little it probably made it a little bit different navigating through it because there's not really any choice to make. It's Mm -hmm. just how it is. So... Can we do one of those, like, live, take a pregnancy test and find out, Facebook live you taking a pregnancy test, and then Chip comes home and the whole world knows you're pregnant? No. The other thing that is very (laughs) awkward about all of this is that I've basically told Chip, I'm not going to take a test unless you tell me that you want me to. Mm Mm-hmm. And then (laughs) I made it worse. Because I told Melissa, I think in order to really stand by that, I need to not bring it up to him. 
So if he asks me to take a test, it has to be... So even recording this podcast is a little bit outside of that because he could listen to it. He probably will at some point. And then maybe it would Chip, sway his decision Chip, let me just talk to you real quick. <laughs> Tell her to take a pregnancy test. I'm curious why this is so like big, big of a deal to you. Because obviously, if I'm, I'm sure from this little interaction, people can't tell. But definitely the fact that it's, like, such a big deal to Abby really, like, settles my resolve of, like, yeah, no, I don't need to know. I think, well, I think our personalities are very different in the fact that, like, I hate surprises. I hate mystery. I I don't like any of that, like... I think you've decided that and that you've just decided it's going to be part of your identity. I don't like that. If you gave it a try, like giving broccoli a try, I feel like (laughs) you wouldn't hate it as much as you think and it would actually be kind of fun. No, I definitely... (laughs) She didn't think she liked broccoli, you guys, and then I made her eat it enough times that now she actually enjoys it. I feel like it's really just my taste buds got used to it. Maybe her taste buds would get used to surprises, <laughs> too. Yeah, I know. Your brain taste buds. Yeah, I just don't I like don't know. mystery and surprises. And I really don't even want to bum, think about you bum, possibly bum, being pregnant because it then just is like, oh, I hate that we don't know. So... <laughs> The fact but, that you're making me talk about this again is that, that every day that goes by, since you know the details of my cycle, you have to every time you look at me, you're thinking about it. I know, it's true. No getting away from it. Yep. So, anyway, all of that, I just felt like, obviously, the whole, the actual pregnancy test part of this conversation, I feel like I don't care about at all. I don't feel like I'm in any way, feel like I'm looking like a giant weirdo, but that's okay. That doesn't bother me. But I think it opens up the doorway and the thought process of, like I said at the beginning, wanting to take the things that we've discovered and that are tools that can be utilized and not just do them for the sake of doing them or do them because we can Mm -hmm. do them because now we can get this information in this way and that's really as we end up do getting pregnant hopefully at some point i mean we don't even know that but right those are going to be a lot of the conversations we are having those are the aspects of birth that we want to talk about because mm-hmm. we want to be thoughtful in thinking through not why we're doing, doing what we're doing and not yeah. just like well we can well I can do it and so and I want to do it and so I can do mm-hmm. it and there's nothing wrong with it I think um, a lot of these things there isn't anything wrong but again it's like looking at the aspects of what are our motivations behind it why do we want to do it why don't we want to do it I would almost say that if my sole reason for not wanting to take a pregnancy test was just to irritate Abby that that might be wrong and sinful, but that's not my sole But that motivation. might be a large part of your motivation. I don't think it's a large part, but when I'm starting to waver and then it bothers you so much, <laughs> it definitely is like... Mm. Well, at least you're not going to force your beliefs on me and I'm not going to wait. No, I already tried to force my, at least, I won't force my beliefs on you to wait, but I, 
You'll judge me. No, no. I have challenged your uh, obsession at times and locked your good tests away until you can prove the need for one. (laughs) I don't even take good tests anymore. I just take the cheap Amazon tests. I think that that's like another reason why it feels like taking a pregnancy test really that's one of the pros for it is you definitely don't have to spend a lot of money on them Mm -hmm. at all like yeah really the really cheap ones work work. fine dollar store walmart some walmarts have like 88 cent ones Mm -hmm. amazon has the hookup you have to buy them and but the the problem with that then is I feel like you're like, well, I have 30 of these in my bathroom because I bought them off Amazon, so we could take one today and... Every day and Maybe tonight and then maybe tomorrow morning and then... So, yeah. Yep. And that can get a little dangerous. Mm -hmm. Because then your obsession grows and... Yeah. Yep. But when you're not taking a test... Your mind can get preoccupied with right. wondering, am I pregnant or not? Yes. And I yeah. can know so easily in five seconds. Mm-hmm. But I do think I haven't felt that... It hasn't been hard yet because you know that for me, I like to wait until... Typically. I've gotten pulled into it at times, but... More recently, like in the last few pregnancies, I would rather wait until I think my period is late before mm-hmm. I test. Mm-hmm. I would lean that way because I just don't want to be sucked into that. Did I see something? Is it really faint? Is there not? Yeah. I would just rather wait until it's like it's either going to be there or it's not. So from that aspect, the fact that I'm not at 14 days yet. So that's really why, like... Tomorrow will be the point where it will get harder in some ways, but then easier in some ways because... Well, it's going to have to get... It is what it is because you've (laughs) said that to Chip, so it doesn't really matter. You never know. He could just pop his eyes open awake tomorrow and be like, I think you need to take a pregnancy test. But the chances of that happening... No. The chances of him even like thinking over the fact Mm -hmm. that you might be pregnant... I mean, is very... He, I mean, so, some of the other um, things that have happened since I ovulated 13 days ago are, I did wake up with a small amount of cramping nine days after I ovulated, Mm -hmm. and then I have had the smallest, most minuscule amounts of... Spotting. Twingy. I I feel like it's you can't even call it spotting. Like I, yes, it's very, like very not small. even that much. That night, mm-hmm. the next day, and the next day, like one time each day. So days nine, ten, and eleven, and nothing and then since. Nothing since on days twelve and thirteen. So he knows that those things are going on. Mm-hmm. He's pretty well versed in like. Yeah. I know it's just the mental he's game like asked me like anything else are you having any more spotting yeah. what do you think 
what's the normal time for implantation? Oh, so this is falling right within the normal, like between <laughs> six and 12 days. So he's like, yeah. yeah, I do think he's like thinking about it, thinking about it, but I just don't see him. He's definitely not like going to feel like it's this crazy obsession for him or something. He'll probably be like, oh, well, we'll find out eventually. Find out in nine months. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's where I'm at with all of that. And are you surprised that this was what I wanted, wanted no, to talk about? I wasn't surprised at all. Well? I was secretly, though, hoping that we were going to start this episode and you were going to be like, so I just took a test. And I knew you were going to. I almost was trying to figure out in my mind how I could, like, really build it up and play it up to, like, but, make you think that I did. Like, mm. so I really thought it through and I realized that there's, like, a lot of reasons why it would be. Good. Like, I was really thinking about how could I, like, really make Abby think that I, like, took yeah. a test and... I'm going to surprise her, and then I was going to be a big jerk and be like, but I didn't take a test, but I decided not to do it that way, at least. Yeah, well. At least that. Like, at least I was yep. not that mean. Well, but, yeah. So, I think that kind of concludes this. This topic. Sorry if that's not what you guys were expecting. I feel like you just never know what you're going to get with us. Last week was abortion ministry and homeschooling. This week we're... All about... Cycles and... Danny's weird... Yep. Mm -hmm. Analytical mind about the... Everything. Beginning of pregnancy tests and how... Wonder what next week will hold. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What do you guys all think? You guys can vote. Do you think that I'm pregnant or not? Yes. That is a great question. People should... I vote yes some moments and no some moments. So you really can't rely on what I think because I really, truly swing. Like, one moment I'm like, definitely, I'm definitely pregnant and I can tell and I'm just so excited about this baby. And then the next minute I'm like, I don't even think I ovulated. I'm definitely not pregnant. Like, kind of a letdown that I got all excited about this part of the cycle and probably just gonna yeah. ovulate in a couple days. And yeah, too bad. Yep. So, well, we will see. Stay tuned to hear if Danny's pregnant or not. It might be at nine might, months might before you find out. But it could get really interesting if I like. Uh, become one of those people who convinces myself I'm pregnant to the point that I, like, grow tumors inside of me. And, like, yeah. That'd be fun. Because I, like, mentally have, like, decided <laughs> that I'm pregnant. <laughs> you just gain so much weight from all your extra eating that you just... Yeah, but I think there's people who, like, the power of their mind plays so much into it that they, like, have symptoms and, yep. like, mm-hmm. everything. Agree. So I need to be... I'm kind of wanting to guard against anything like that. Yes. Cryptic pregnancies and things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, I gotta go put my baby to bed. Yeah, poor kid. He is not having it tonight. He is... He's been upset this whole time, so... Yeah. Better wrap this one up. (laughs) Until next time. Bye.